0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the IT News Podcast. Our guest this week is Edel Murray, the Manager of Clinical Governance Informatics at St. Vincent's Health Australia. They've set up a new enterprise-wide system to record, manage and analyse data about incidents involving patients, clients and residents. This covers falls and safety hazards across their hospitals, aged care facilities and services nationwide. EDEL also talks us through some emerging data-driven initiatives and what they mean for clinical governance. Can I get you to give us a bit of an overview of your role with the organisation and also the area of clinical governance and assurance at St. Vincent's?
1: I work in the broader clinical governance team and we actually call ourselves the eye care team. We work across clinical governance, informatics and applications, which I'll be talking to you about today. And we also work across the broader clinical governance, basically providing, in short, quality and safety to our patient-client residents and our broader teams. As part of our clinical governance team, we also look after our medical teams, our research teams and very much the voice of the consumer. So our experience team and the improvement team. So we're a broad range of coordinated activities and we support the teams across our division. So we have our hospitals division. We have our St. Vincent's at Home division, which is really our virtual and community teams, which is a newer division to us. And then our care services team. And we also have a lot of persons like myself working across all of those divisions to support them in the group services team and our role is essentially to work with the teams to make sure that we're providing good quality evidence-based researched care to our patients and clients and making sure that we meet all our assurance activities so all our jurisdictional assurance activities so across New South Wales Health, Victorian Health, Queensland Health and we're meeting all our accreditation and registry processes as well. Broadly, all of those activities then help inform us where can we continuously improve and how do we support our researchers to do amazing innovation for our patients, clients and residents.
0: So maybe it might help to just illustrate it with an example or two. Can you explain just a little bit about how one or more of those groups would interact with your part of the organisation or your function?
1: So, a big part of our function is monthly reporting of patient, client, resident incidents, near misses, our work health and safety hazards. And we have hundreds of hours that were spent mapping and consolidating unique data sets across our historical five divisional risk instances. And our teams identified that we needed an organizational wide application system. It had to be digital, it had to be timely, it had to be something that all our teams would have access. To so we could claim back those hours that were being spent mapping data and reporting from data sets and put that back into providing patient-like resident care. So, this is where we saw the need for this particular project and the consolidation of SVHA RISMAN come about.
0: Just before we go into more on the risk management side of things, you mentioned your area specifically looks at informatics and applications as well. Are you able to just give me a broad sense of what kind of informatics and applications sit within your functional area and what data sets you're typically working with?
1: So our team work with events, which we call incidents and near misses. We also help collect with the work health and safety team, worker events and hazard data. We also collect data on all our improvement activities. We have our risk registers. We have recommendation data that we collect and the actions against those recommendations, how we're tracking. Our team also has an infection management application that helps support our teams, particularly in these times of pandemics, uh, flu seasons, as well as many other activities looking at infections right across our organisation. We also have applications that help us look at our vaccination status across all of our teams in St. Vincent's. We also have a cancer management system that supports all our patients and the teams looking after and managing cancer. And we have research applications, we have feedback applications. So there's quite a suite of applications that support our assurance activities to make sure we're providing the best and safest care to our patient, clients, residents, and their families, but also make making sure that we're managing our requirements and we're looking at how we do things. So another application we have is an auditing or assurance application where we go back in and check, are we doing what we say we're meant to be doing to keep everybody as safe as possible at SVHA?
0: Now you've touched on SVHA Riskman, but I wondered if we could just step back or go to the beginning of this, I guess, and look at what the drivers were for change within this particular suite of applications.
1: The biggest driver was we had five different instances. Some of those instances were old. They did not have the functionality we required. Our teams were taking a long time to do basic data entry and get reports out of this. And really, as an organization, we were spending a lot of time correlating and mapping data to ensure that we were meeting our jurisdictional, our legislation, and our own internal reporting requirements. And to also be able to really easily use that data to inform quality improvement activities across across the organization. Another part of that was our digital and technology teams were looking to ensure that all our applications were as safe as possible and that they were in the more contemporary environments such as Azure. We really wanted to as well standardize and modernize the electronic applications that we are using. So for example, if I'm a manager in one of our facilities, rather than having to go into three or four different applications, this project allowed us to have one application that that manager would log into In that application, they could see all the events and near misses, whether it was a patient client resident, a worker for their location that they were managing. They could also look and see the improvement activities that were going on in their area. They could look in and see what risks they had logged against the risk register. They could look and see how they were tracking against any recommendations or actions they might have. So that ability to give our managers one application where they could do multiple roles, was by far the biggest driver for this as well.
0: How did the existing structure of Riskman sort of evolve? And I know this is kind of going back a long way in terms of Riskman itself, but it'd be useful just to understand perhaps a little bit about the evolution and what brought you to this point
1: historically St. Vincent's Health Australia was divided into different divisions and each of those divisions had a different instance of risk man depending on what they were using it for. So when we came together as a larger broader organisation we wanted to be able to look at data right across the organisation. So instead of having to go into five different systems and figure out what were the events that led to one of our patients, lines of residence nearly falling or falling, we were having to look into five different systems. For the data, because each of those systems were unique to those different businesses. Whereas, as we matured as an organization, particularly in the area of safety and quality, we wanted to be able to look at this right across the organization. We wanted to be able to share learnings. We wanted to be able to support teams to interact with each other to see if one particular area was performing really well, what were they doing that might be different to another area of the organization? And we just could not do that with the five different instances.
0: Now, you've explained a management point of view, particularly, which is a very helpful use case. How were different users interacting with the five different tools? And I guess the other side of that for me is how were the events and other sort of data points that each of these instances of Riskman was collecting, how were they brought into the system? How were they being recorded and added?
1: We have team members in each of our divisions and historically it was very siloed approach. So depending on the instance and application of man that they had, they might be able to log 10 details relation to that patient-client resident versus somebody who was on a newer version of the system might be able to log way more data linked to that to a different patient-client resident. So... Each of those instances were collecting different data sets. So we had a minimum data set that everybody was collecting. But as we started to mature and grow and want to be informing continuous improvement all the time, we went from just wanting to be able to report to now being able to use this data to drive improvement. And some of these instances didn't have those extra registers where we could track those improvements as well.
0: When you looked across the different data sets that each of these Riskman instances was assembling, I guess, um, was there consistency in the way that each different part of the organization was recording data in those particular fields, or was there variability in the actual way that the events themselves were being recorded?
1: There was a lot of variability because each of those systems had been set up to meet the specific requirements at the time for those individual divisions and organisations. So our private hospital acute care hospitals their focus was slightly different to what we were seeing in our public facilities versus our aged care facilities. Even simple things like the word patient, client or resident was different across all of these applications. So a lot of time was having to be spent when we took data out of these applications and look across SVHA and look at a patient client resident safety view across SVHA, we were spending a lot of time having to map this data because in one system it might be called one thing and in another system it was called something else. So for example, with falls, contributing factors for falls in one of these older versions was a different list to some of those newer versions. So again, a lot of time was being spent by teams mapping data and getting context to make sure that we were reporting on the same things right across SVHA.
0: So although we're talking about a consolidation here of five applications down to the single application architecture, it seems like the bigger parcel of work potentially was around the standardization and cleanliness of the data structures as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about how this was all executed?
1: Yeah, look, we did a huge amount of consultation with our teams, each of our different services, our acute hospital (laughs) services each of them have unique and different services they do. So for example, some of our facilities had maternity services. So it was important to those facilities that we would have the appropriate questions and be collecting data around their maternity services. Some of our acute care services had specific aged care facilities. So they wanted to be able to collect data that was relevant to those aged care services. So we spent a lot of time looking at what we currently had in our systems. We spent a lot of time mapping with the teams what the needs were to meet all their jurisdictional reporting improvement research requirements. And then we had a big bucket of the wish list. And this project was very much driven by the teams on the ground with ourselves, the project team, our digital and technology team and the vendor to see what can we achieve in a realistic time frame. And then COVID hit. So we got slowed down with that initial standardization and consolidation because of the response all of healthcare across Australia had to do. And indeed, we were a huge part of that ourselves. And we, for the first time, had to move to platforms where we were totally online, in online meetings, building relationships in these online environments. And we had to pivot really quickly and realize that we needed to get like-minded teams in the room together so for example, we created what we call these community of practices. So we would bring all the teams looking after maternity and neonatal together because they had shared goals and shared visions about what this application must be able to do, what were the basic needs of the data set versus we really want to know that information, or we really need to have the ability to report this out to our teams or to our doctors or to our craft groups. And that, I think, was one of the big successes, was being able to have these shared groups work together with the broader project team to bring this standardization across all of our teams. So for example, it was very quickly evident in our events register where we report our patient-client resident incidents that we had lots of commonality and we really focused on that commonality. So for example, things like falls, what information do we want to collect around falls? What information do we want to collect about those patients that had those near-miss falls or had those falls? Did we want to collect data? Were they in shared rooms, single rooms? Was that important to us? Was it important to us to know the time of day that these were occurring? Was it important to us to know if they had been risk assessed and had we put risk measures in place? So we focused on what was common to the teams rather than what was very different. In doing that, we then also had to meet jurisdictional requirements. So we're right across the eastern seaboard. So Victorian teams have a specific data set that they had to meet versus New South Wales teams versus Queensland teams. So where possible, we kept it as common as possible, but then with individual questions that would only be visible to those teams. And then we worked very closely with our digital and technology team that if you're a user from Victoria, you work in our care hospitals that when you logged in, you would then see specific extra questions to your location and facility. So that was a huge part of that standardization and consolidation. And then when we would collected all of those requirements, we worked really closely with our vendor and that vendor team, their knowledge, their expertise, their assistance in creating solutions and putting in rules for all of those registers so that no matter where you are at St. Vincent's, if you're a care services, aged care user, you need to report on a hazard in your facility, that when you logged in, you had that correct data set in front of you and that you were only reporting what you needed to report rather than seeing a huge amount of questions that may be relevant for another organization. So that was our huge success.
0: There was a huge amount to digest there. Just quickly, you mentioned, I think, that there was a vendor involved in this. So I'm assuming that Riskman is not a custom built application, something that you're able to consume from a different organization. Are you able to talk just a little bit about what the actual software is?
1: Yeah. So the Riskman application is software that's provided by RL Datex. So RL Datex is a larger company and they have several healthcare softwares. We also utilize their infection management software. The product that they had, because it was a known product to us, we knew that it would be customizable to us. So while we bought technically an off-the-shelf product, we were still able to provide that customization to meet the needs of our hospitals, to meet the needs of our community teams and to meet the needs of our aged care teams. Again, having that vendor support and knowledge and always that vendor solution focused rather than, no, you can't do that, really enabled us to provide this product to over 24,000 users at St. Vincent's.
0: And you mentioned before, I think that this is a cloud-based system and it is obviously an online way of working. Has that been a major change for the way that staff would typically interact with the Riskman suite of application?
1: It's enabled us to make sure that this application is available on every single computer across St. Vincent's. And we're also moving into stage two of this project where the vendor has a mobile version of RISMAN called Rome, and we're about to implement that to our teams. So on any mobile device, you will be able to put in a minimum data set and alert your teams, whether you're in the community, you're working outside of our facility facilities which many of our teams do or you're one of our senior executive you've come into one of our facilities you've identified a hazard and you don't need to have that computer in front of you you can quickly load it up on your electronic device and give that basic information to our teams and with a hazard for example it would alert the manager of that area so they know that that hazard is there so they can start to do something about it and also start to alert our work health and safety team so inbuilt in in this application as well is a fantastic alerting system. So you're not having to get on the phone and tell five different people something has happened. You automatically receive alerts through the system. So we've built in this alerting and escalation model in the system. So if I'm a receptionist, I'm working in my location, we see somebody fall over our trip, we can straight away look after that person, make sure they've had the right care and then get the information into the system so that the manager teams, the work health and safety teams and all of the other teams are alerted that this has happened in our organisation.
0: That's interesting to understand because obviously mobile capture and sort of process automation on the back end are things you see in a lot of best practice organizations from health through to local government and others that are dealing with case management scenarios. So I can definitely see the extension of that technology here in this case.
1: Yeah, it will really help us capture for our team's information quite quickly and get that basic information to the people who need it straight away. So our teams are very much looking forward to the extension of the RiskMan application.
0: And what about for your specific area for clinical governance and assurance? What's changed now in terms of the process that you undertake when you're doing the sort of assurance and reporting and other functions that you undertake as part of your day-to-day job?
1: So what it means for us as a team is we have one application that we're working in. We at any time can look in our system and see the number of patient-like resident events that occur in a particular organization, we can see the severity, we can see where we've had to commence investigations, understand what sort of actions and recommendations. And it allows us across the whole of SVHA to watch for trends. So obviously managers in their own area will be looking out for what happens in their own area. Executives will be watching out for what happens in their facilities. But for us as a broader team across SVHA, it allows us to watch for trends, across the whole of SVHA to see what's happening and share that information. So, for example, if there was a medical device is for whatever reason failed in one organization, we can make other teams aware that we've had this event and just watch out what's happening in your area. Another register we have in RISMAN is our recalls register, and this is where the TGA notifies us as an organization. And historically, these TGA pieces of information can come to many different persons across the organization. What this allows us to do is the first person who receives this TGA notification can log it in the system. It alerts the local teams, but also it can alert teams right across our divisions to say, hey, if you've got this piece of software linked to one of our devices or pieces of equipment or it's a consumable. So, for example, it might be a simple thing like a syringe. And if we use it across the whole of SVHA, we now need to recall it and we need to recall it safely. So all that can be managed in the system through our alerts and through the communication in the system where we've got all of this documented and we know that we've safely executed that recall. Whereas historically there was a lot of communication that had to occur via emails, there was phone calls, there was follow-up. Now we can see from start to finish that that recall has been executed and we don't need to worry about that particular device or piece of machinery causing any harm to any of our team members or our patient clients and residents.
0: What's next for clinical governance and assurance? Obviously, you've mentioned you've got phase two. Maybe you can talk a little bit about the phase two of this particular project. But I guess also outside of that, whether there are other things that may be added on or integrated with the new version of Riskman, for example, or even outside of Riskman altogether.
1: One of the big projects that we're working on with our digital and technology team here is what we're calling the fast track program. And that's landing all data from all of our different systems into a warehouse where then we can develop dashboards and link pieces of information together for our teams. So for example, for us in the clinical governance team, we're really interested in patient safety. We want to know information about how many falls we've had, did we have the assurance processes in place, are teams out there where we would expect to see falls not having falls and what are the improvement activities they're doing that we can share with other teams so this is really exciting times for us where we can pop different pieces of data together that tell us a broader story about what's happening with our patient client residents and how we can keep them safe and improvement activities we can do together so this risk man data is being landed into our data warehouse with a lot of our other data and this will give us some new Exciting insights into the activities we're doing across SVHA. And also we're working with our research teams. So interestingly, researchers, they often know the data they want to collect, but they're unsure of the systems that might have that data. So we're working with our researchers and our digital and technology teams to start cataloging what data is kept in what systems, who are the custodians and the governance of those systems. And then as part of their ethics approval, they will say that they need access into certain systems, the particular data sets. when that ethics is granted, then the research teams will come back to us and we'll be able to use some of that data for their research rather than them having to collect it separately. And I think that's really exciting for us as teams to know that more persons are going to be utilizing this data for research and for improvement.
0: The first part of that you mentioned was called Fast Track. Is that right?
1: Yes. So the Fast Track project has been driven by our digital and technology analytics team. And they're just an amazing group of people who have this inspired vision to bring all this data into one warehouse. So teams like ourselves can come and say, we are really interested in knowing all the different pieces of data around patient falls, for example. Are around and how we give blood and times we give blood and how safely are we doing that or it could be around our maternity teams. It could be around linking staffing numbers with the number of incidents and near misses. There's all these possibilities with what that team is doing around our data at St. Vincent's. And again, if we had not done this standardization and consolidation project for the SVHA risk man, they would have had to go to five different versions and then have to map the data to try and get it into the data warehouse. Now we can bring it all in and land it together. The big thing for us is to have the right data in the right hands so our teams can make decisions, make really important decisions there and then to support staffing and to support patients and their families.
0: The final question I ask every guest is what excites you about the next 12 months? But I feel like you might have answered that already. You've you've given me a huge amount of stuff.
1: I'm really excited that we're at a time where managers and their teams can stand in front of electronic dashboards or computers or devices and they can find the data that they need to decide and act Now, there's still pieces of that missing, but we certainly are all working together to bring all those pieces together. And I think that is the greatest thing that we can do and follow on from our mission and ensure that all of our patients, clients and residents and their teams are looked after in the safest possible way. And we're providing the best care at the best time to them wherever they need it.
0: That was Edel Murray from St. Vincent's Health Australia. And that's the podcast for this week. We'll be back with an exciting new interview next week. Until then, you can catch all the latest headlines in Australian IT over at itnews.com.au.